Hello everyone, you're listening to the Football Betting Podcast. I'm your host Tom Pipkin and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Tommy Walker. Hi guys, welcome to the show. How's everyone doing? Yes, so this show is as ever sponsored by Manscaped. I guess the objective this week is to win back some of that Christmas money that's been spent (laughs) on presents, isn't it? Yeah, you're spot on Tom. Uh, My favourite day of the football calendar. This is mine too. Mine too. Um, On the face of it, it looks like we could be in for some good games as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Hoping for plenty of goals. Yeah. Uh, Worth saying before we start, um, we're on the back of a winning bomb-proof treble again last week. So the special treble that both teams to score one uh, came in thanks to a 90th minute AFC Wimbledon goal. Always the best way to win, but the most nervy with the. the late winners, so hopefully we can make it back-to-back treble wins, but we'll go through that in more detail and give you this week's trebles later on in the show. Yeah, it wasn't to be for Wimbledon, was it? It was sweet for a moment. They equalised in the 90th minute and then somehow went on to concede a couple minutes later. So at yeah. least we got uh, we got what we wanted out of it. But yeah, Wimbledon on the losing side. Definitely. Um, So let's go straight into what we're going to do. So for any new listeners, welcome. We go through each league, uh, Premier League Championship, League One, League Two, picking out our betting highlights. Um, So we'll start, shall we, with the Premier League straight away. We've got a cracker of a game at 12.30. It's Leicester at home to Manchester United. Leicester 19-10. Man U 13-10. And 13 to 5 for the draw. So, generally, whichever way you go here, you're getting pretty decent odds. It's second place, third in the league. Um, and for me, I'm going to go with Manchester United. I don't know about you. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you're looking, I, I imagine, Tom, you've gone for this due to um, the home and away records, right? Right, correct. Yeah. United, yep. six of six on the road in the Premier League, and Leicester wobbling all over the place at the KP. So absolutely see where you're coming from there. I'm not as convinced. I'm still not on the United hype train at the moment. Uh, I was looking at the the goals market. You're not getting a ton of value. Uh, over 2.5, which I think you'll be able to get, is 4-6. to six, And both teams to score is 8-15. to 15. I would have liked a little bit more, but I understand... Uh, the bookies' reasoning. So that's my yeah. side of it, Tom. Do you want to go into why you like United? Yeah. So just to elaborate on, say United on the club record, club record winning streak away from home, won every away match in the Premier League this season, scoring at least two goals uh, in each of them. And Leicester's home results, like you mentioned, they've kind of been all over the place. Not convinced me whatsoever. Uh, they've lost already at home to West Ham, Villa. Fulham and Everton uh, in their seven home matches. So if they're losing to that calibre of side at home, uh, it could get tricky for them when Manchester United come to come to town with their away record. It seems like Leicester play much better away from home, much like Man United do. Um, and head-to-head as well is kind of concerning when you look at that from Leicester's perspective. Four wins on the bounce for United, but uh, no losses in 12 consecutive games against Leicester. And it's been 20 games since Leicester have kept a clean sheet against Man U. And you you wouldn't fancy them to do so again this weekend. No, not at all. It'll be a cracker regardless of what happens. It will. It will. Um, So 
the three o'clock game. There's two this weekend. Uh, this weekend is it a week? It is a weekend, isn't it? Actually? It is a That's week. Right. Yeah, this it's will be Saturday. on a Saturday. Yeah. Villa Palace is the next game at three o'clock. We've got ten to eleven for Villa, eleven to four for Palace, and eleven to four again for the draw. Um, Villa for you? Not not so strongly for me, but. Uh... No, I mean Villa have played four home games in a row without winning. Now failing to beat Burnley, failing to beat Brighton. Uh, the other games were uh, the Leeds game where they lost three 0 and a narrow loss to Southampton, which we can forgive them for. But yeah, I'm just not sure on this game, Tom. You're looking at a team, like I said, not great at Villa Park at the moment. And you're looking at a team that's coming off a seven-nil loss. I, I don't, I don't know which way this would go. I mean, the only thing that kind of leaps off the page at me is perhaps under two point five goals. Uh, that's evens. Uh, obviously, I know it sounds crazy coming off the seven-nil, but uh, I'd be very surprised if Villa put you know more than more than two past Palace. And you know, I don't know if I see Palace scoring. That's the only chink of. Uh, value that I can find yeah well to back you up head to head uh the last seven of the last eight games have been under 2.5 um Mm. and 14 consecutive games for Palace without a clean sheet so certainly fancy Villa to at least get one Um, yeah but I, I agree I don't think they'll get you know more than two no uh you'd expect a response from Palace certainly um, let's move on to Fulham, Southampton, then, shall we? Fulham twenty-one to ten, Southampton thirteen to ten, the draw twenty-three to ten. Poor. I feel like Fulham have become a much trickier team to uh, to either bet for or against in recent weeks. Um, they've not lost in the last three games, but but they're not winning many games either. I don't know where to go really with this one. Do you? Yeah, I do. Um, I still I still think that Southampton uh, obviously the better side, and I agree with you, Tom, that Fulham have improved. So I'm trying to put those two sides together, and I think you'll be able to get Southampton to win and both teams to score. It's 7-2. to two. Um, As you mentioned, Fulham off the back of uh, those, well, they've only lost one game in their last five. And Southampton, traditionally this season on the road, have been good. Uh, they've only lost one of seven. So for me, I, I'm looking towards that market. I think Fulham will, will push them pretty far and Southampton will have to work for it. And I can see Fulham scoring, but I also can see Southampton uh, coming out the other side with a win. They've been particularly, maybe under the radar, strong on set pieces. And Fulham have been really poor at defending set pieces although they have improved recently. Uh, but yeah, 7-2. to two. Okay, cool. Uh, 5.30 then, shall we look at that? That's Arsenal-Chelsea. Arsenal 14-5, to five, uh, Chelsea 10-11, to 11, and the draw 11-4. to four. For me, I, I just tend to see goals in this game, and that's historically been the case um when these two sides have met seven of the last eight games have seen both teams score and also over 2.5 goals so um pretty strong stats for those two markets both teams to score is three to four and over 2.5 is four to five 
Uh, I appreciate Chelsea have had a pretty good defensive record on the whole. Uh, Mendy, I think, has got 10 clean sheets in his 16 games, but they have conceded in four of the last five games. So that kind of solidity has wavered a little bit. Injuries mm-hmm. potentially to Reese James and now Ben Chilwell as well. Uh, Result-wise, if I had to pick Chelsea, but I'm not 100% convinced about that. Really, yeah? I feel like there's got to be a response at some point from Arsenal, hasn't there? Yeah, there, there has. You've basically just taken my note here. Um, I've got down that I'm happy to kick Arteta whilst he's down with the knowledge that eventually I will go against him and they'll win. Because I know Arsenal are near the bottom, etc. But people kind of getting excited, talking about them getting relegated is absolutely ridiculous, in my opinion. Um, I agree. Yeah, so eventually they will turn it around and they'll put together a decent bit of form. Until then, I think I'm going to ride the wave. I think I'm going to tip Chelsea at 10 to 11 to get the win. Um, and yeah, like I said, one day Arteta and Arsenal will turn it around. I just don't think it will be on uh, Boxing Day. Tough game to turn it around in, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Against Chelsea. yeah, it is. Let's move on to uh, one of two eight o'clock games on Boxing Day. So the first one is Man City at home to Newcastle. They're a grand price of one to nine. Yeah. Uh, Newcastle sixteen to one, and uh, the draw nine to one. So, understandably, the odds very much favour Man City here. I wouldn't be going anywhere near Man City at that price. I don't think it's worth betting on at all. Is there anything that that you found in alternative markets that um, might be worth a tickle? No, uh, there are two, mainly two sides, perhaps three: Sheffield United. Burnley and Newcastle who set up um, away at Man City to not lose by five, six, seven, mm. uh, rather than you know try and take the game to them. So yeah, Newcastle will happily take a loss, I think, uh, as long as it's nothing uh, too much of a bloodbath. So no, yeah, nothing to bet on. Yeah, and I think the way that Man City are playing at the moment is very much uh, built on a solid. Defence, isn't it? Um, yes. Offensively, you can't see them uh, put in four, five plus past a team at the moment. No, no, you can't. If you if they win, they can possibly go up to fourth. So a uh, bit of an incentive for them there. Absolutely. Uh, finally, then the other eight o'clock game is Sheffield United against Everton. Everton, the favourites at three to four. Sheffield United ten to three, and the draw fourteen to five. Uh, like you're saying with Arsenal, kicking whilst they're down. I think we should just keep kicking Sheffield United whilst they're down and and side with this Everton side at three to four, who have got three consecutive wins, uh, taking them up to fourth again in the league. Um, yeah, no wins in 16 for Sheffield United. It just seems to get worse and worse, doesn't it, for them? Um, they got a point last weekend against Brighton, so mm-hmm. that's an improvement, but. <laughs> I think this Everton side who have beaten Chelsea, Leicester and Arsenal in their last three games, and that's three really big, creditable wins there. Um, I think they should get a, a steady win. Yep, 2-0, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love to know anyone. I'd love to speak to anyone that has a case for Sheffield United in 
pretty much any Premier League game at the moment. <laughs> yeah, kick them whilst they're down, and you know, know that eventually they'll they'll get the odd draw or possibly even a win. Um, but until that happens, enjoy three to four for Everton. Yeah, exactly. Uh, right, so we've got four games on Sunday. Um, Twelve o'clock is Leeds Burnley. Anything that takes your eye in this one? Not really, to be honest with you. You know, Leeds get the plaudits, don't they? And they're kind of media darlings this season. They're probably the only team that can win 6-2 and come out of it with credit. Um, But Burnley, on the other hand, you know, 16th in the table. Um, They're only four points off Leeds. They're having a good, good little spell. As well, they've won three of their last six. They've only lost one of their last six, and yeah, I don't, I don't see why. I know Leeds are the bigger club with the bigger named manager and more money and and all this, and yeah, they're really exciting. But I don't want to go against Burnley. Not not at the form that they're in at the moment. I don't know about you, Tom. No, I I just wouldn't touch this game to be honest. That no. um, you. You've been mentioning on social media as well. Uh, Leeds have conceded a league high 30 goals. Mm-hmm. So I know Burnley haven't really scored many. They've only scored eight themselves. But you know, Leeds can be got at. Yeah. Um, a couple of the Leeds fans I haven't heard from them recently, actually, which is uh, <laughs> which might tell a story. But anyway, Tom, move on. Uh, West Ham, Brighton. Yeah, West Ham Brighton, so 13 to 10 for the Hammers. Uh, Brighton, 21 to 10, and the draw, 23 to 10. I feel like for me, uh, I'll be signing with West Ham. I, I actually think the, the odds on West Ham are pretty decent here, 13 to 10. I was expecting a bit more, something a bit more closer to evens, maybe even under evens um, against the Brighton side who have really struggled, haven't they? One win in the last five away games. Um, one win in the last 10 league games in total. So, yeah, I'm not going anywhere near Brighton. They play nice stuff, though, but I don't think they're going to get three points. I'm starting to get a little bit worried about Brighton, Tom, with Fulham's resurgence. They've got Mm. to start turning these nice performances and these nice players that they have and their philosophy and and all that. They've got to start putting that into hard-earned points. Otherwise, they're going to be in in real trouble. They're already in the relegation scrap and, you know, I, I do worry for them. West Ham. I, I, I would side West Ham, I think. Yeah. 13 to 10. Um, I just look at the match winners that West Ham have as opposed to to Brighton. And you're looking at Sebastian Haller, you know, capable, as we saw with his overhead kick, I think, two match days ago. Jared Bowen, has been in great form, Mikel Antonio, etc., etc. I, I think I'd go for West Ham. You know, thirteen to ten. I just I don't see enough from Brighton at the moment. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think thirteen to ten is a decent price uh, for West Ham here. Right then, let's have a look at the four thirty on Sunday. Liverpool against West Brom. Liverpool price at one to eight. The draw eight to one, and West Brom sixteen to one. Uh, it doesn't get any easier for Big Sam here, does it? After their 3-0 loss in his first game in charge uh, against Aston Villa, they now travel to the Premier League champions who just beat Crystal Palace 7-0. Um, yeah, I think 
everyone expects, and I can see nothing else than a comfortable Liverpool victory here. Agreed. Move on. Yeah, if you were trying to take a slither of something from this game, one to two for Liverpool to be winning at half time, uh, which I definitely think there will be. Yeah, I th- I think so. Uh, West Brom in big trouble. Finally, then we've got Wolves Spurs. Wolves eleven to four, Spurs eleven to ten, and the draw eleven to five. Um, big price for Wolves, nearly three to one at home, but. Uh, it's a game I I don't dare call. I feel like this could go any way. Yeah, well, you know, if the Tottenham documentary is anything to go by, Jose is going to be putting a firecracker up the bottoms of the uh, Tottenham lads. And I fully expect them to bounce back and I fully expect them to put in a performance. I'm not saying they're going to win because we've seen that Wolves can be can be dangerous on their day, but you know I would side towards Tottenham. I'm j- I'm just not confident enough. Uh, one thing that might be worth looking into, Tom, is the over two point five goals market. I'm just going to give you a, a little historical rundown of this fixture. Um, Tottenham two, Wolves three. Tottenham two, Wolves one. Tottenham one, Wolves three. Wolves 2, Tottenham 3. So these are all, sorry, they, they were games across, you know, White Hart Lane, Molyneux, Tottenham Hotspur, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Uh, you know, I just read it out randomly. But over six, over 2.5 goals, sorry, is 6-5. to five. So historically, this game has been entertaining. I could see that happening again. Yep, yep, don't disagree. Agree with you there. Uh, I could see that one too. Right, that wraps the Premier League up then, doesn't it? Yeah, so as Tom mentioned at the top of the show, uh, before we get into the championship, it's time to visit Manscaped. So www.manscaped.com for our sponsor's website. Uh, The promotional code of FBP20 at the checkout will get you 20% off and free shipping. Uh, Manscaped's here to give you the New Year's resolution that you'll actually want to keep. Uh, so head over, start your year off as a well-groomed gentleman and, yeah, help support this pod with that promotional code. <laughs> yes, uh, please do, guys. Great products. Um, but, yeah, let's move into the championship. Anything that you want to pick out straight away here? Yeah, so the first thing I'm going to dive straight into is a bit of a boring one. I uh, don't really like doing this, but under 2.5 goals, I think, leaps off the page for Nottingham Forest and Birmingham City at the city ground. Um, I took Karanka going back to his former club. Karanka and Hewton, let's start off with the men in the dugout, both, uh, you know, build from the back, not necessarily the most gung-ho managers in uh, the championship. The price is 8 to 15, so I would like to have seen a little bit more, but I completely understand, you know, Nottingham Forest have been one of the most goal-shy teams in the entire league. Um, They are only fourth bottom. They've scored 14 in 20, Um, so the scoring chart, sorry, they're fourth bottom. And Birmingham, they are fifth bottom. Uh, they've scored 17 in 20. 
it promises to be a very boring encounter at the sixth round. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I think it will be, unfortunately. Um, for me, I'm going to go to the game Cardiff against Brentford. And I think what I've got here is a really good price. Um, so it's for the game to have over 2.5 goals. The price is 13 to 10, uh, which is pretty big considering that in this game, you've got Brentford, who are the third highest scorers in the championship, and Cardiff, who are the seventh highest scorers in the championship. Um, and then historically between the two sides, nine of the last 10 games have also been over 2.5 goals. So they played out some pretty entertaining matches over the last kind of five or six years. Um, and I think the price is way too big and I think we should gobble it up. I don't know if there's like a, a kind of misconception around Cardiff, perhaps, that they're a kind of gritty one niller team, two niller team at the moment, but they're not. Um, they're scoring plenty of goals. Uh, and Brentford, obviously, more than capable of banging three or four past any team on their day. Yep, I'll take that all day, Tommy. Let's look at, I mean, I'm skipping ahead a little bit here. It's just the way that my notes have worked out. The later kickoff between two relegated sides from the Premier League that have, well, had very contrasting seasons. We've got Watford and Norwich. Watford 31 to 20, the draw 11 to 5. But the price I want to look at is Norwich 9 to 5. Tom is going to tell me that Cisco, the new Watford manager, is possibly going to get a new manager bounce. I actually think the new ba new manager bounce is not something we've seen uh, that often uh, this season in terms of manager churn. And I don't know if you could have a harder game, perhaps Norwich away, of course. Um, but Norwich are top of the league. They have won a lovely five in a row. Um, four of those were 2-1 and then it'd be Cardiff 2-0. Emi Buendia is showing that he is far, far, far too good for this level. Uh, and he's supported by, you know, the the likely lads, really. Puki, for example, uh, scoring again after having a, a game off, um, hitting the back of the net. I just don't see how a new manager changes everything, especially with Troy Deeney coming out on radio and, you know, basically showing a complete lack of respect for the club. And I, th I thought he was pretty arrogant, to be honest. And I thought he was a little bit big for his boots. Um, he's not been great over the last few seasons. And perhaps he's carrying a little bit too much um, weight in the dressing room. So I don't think that's going to go down well at all. And I'm happy to take Norwich all day long. It's a massive price, isn't it? And you're hardly inspired by the guy they brought in, are you? This no. Cisco chap. He's not even got a license to manage in the Premier League. Has he not? I didn't know that. No, I'm 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 sure I've read that he's that he's only got uh, the required license to manage in the Championship and below. So if they got promoted, he, I don't know what they'd do. Whether you can get an emergency license or fast track or whatever, but I don't know. But um, yeah. It's not good. It's not a good situation at, at Watford, is it? 
So uh, I fully expect or, or can see Norwich taking advantage of, of this Watford side. Yeah, you've, you've got Watford relegated, chop and change manager. They're in fifth, sure, but they've only won one. Of, uh, sorry, they've... The, They've not been good enough this season. And then you've got Norwich, who have kept hold of their manager, kept hold of most of their players, kept hold of their identity, flying high, top of the league, nine points ahead of them. Yeah. So One club that's a real model of stability yes. against one that is like a, a ship in a storm. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, anyway, I've just got one more thing uh, that I wanted to cover in the champ, and that's in the game between Derby and Preston. Um, the market I'm going for is under 2.5 goals. It's priced at 8 to 13. So it's not the biggest price of the weekend, but um, nine consecutive games between these two sides have been under 2.5 goals. So it's been a bit of a bore to watch. Uh, Derby have also been keeping it pretty tight and cagey in recent games as well. Uh, they've had six consecutive games on their own that have been under 2.5 goals. So... Um, yeah, just all the stats generally just point to a lower scoring game wherever Derby are involved and whenever these two sides are involved. Yeah, I think Rooney Rooney's built from the back, hasn't he, basically? Yeah. Um, you know, not that it's his full-time job right now, but it's probably going to be. Um, so, yeah, definitely can see that, Tom. I just want to ask you a question, mate. Mm-hmm. Um. Did you know QPR hadn't won in their last seven games? It's bad, that, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like that's gone under the radar a bit. Um, They've got a really tough game. Uh, They've got Swansea at home at Loftus Road. Swansea are seven to five, and I am very interested in that. Swansea have been absolutely superb this season. They've got the best defensive record in the league. They've conceded just 12 goals in the 20 games. They are up to third. They are two points behind Bournemouth in the automatic spot. At home, everyone is talking about how bad their pitch is. They're still getting it done. I think a way to a side um, who haven't won in the last seven games, who have a nice pitch for Swansea to get the ball down and and bop it around, I think that this is only going to end in one way. I think Swansea's loss to Derby... Uh, not the last match day, the match day before. I think that was a little bit of a blip and perhaps a one-off. Swansea just, I don't know. I think Derby just did a job on them, really. Um, <laughs> but I still don't think that means Swansea are unbackable. I think they'll win this game and it will be 7-5 uh, to five that I will be investing in. Yeah, I think that will uh, come in as well. Um, right, League One then, shall we go to? Yeah. I guess kicked off with something that I really like the look of in League One. Uh, Again, we're looking at over 2.5 markets. Um, This one is between Oxford and AFC Wimbledon. The price for over 2.5 in this game is evens. Let me tell you why. Um, AFC Wimbledon, eight of the last nine games have been over 2.5 goals between Oxford and Wimbledon in their head-to-heads. Nine of the last 10 games have been over 2.5 goals. So generally very entertaining games between the two sides and uh, wherever AFC Wimbledon are involved, it seems at the moment. So all those things considered, evens for another over 2.5 seems like a really good price. 
Yeah, I'm with you. Tom, I'm going to be really greedy, and I'm going to read out two tips Ooh, back to on. back. Uh, and it's going to be really quick because we've got Lincoln against Burton. So this is second against bottom. And we've got Portsmouth-Swindon, top against 22nd. They're both terrible prices. Well, not terrible. Portsmouth at 8 to 15, Lincoln at 8 to 11. They're both very short prices. It's pretty obvious why both teams should win. And I'm just going to leave it at that and move on. Yeah, I think you're, you're spot on with both of those. It would be it'll be a real coupon buster if uh, Swindon or Burton won those games, wouldn't it? Yes, exactly. So just wanted to get that out there. Um, interesting price of the weekend for me. I don't know if I'm bla- perfectly honest enough about the two teams involved right now to to understand why the price is what it is. But uh, Bristol Rovers are seven to two away at MK Dons. Uh, which seems massive to me, considering that they've got three wins in a row. This is Bristol Rovers, three wins in a row. Um, Paul Tisdale's come into the club. He's really got something out of them since he has come in with those three wins. And it's currently taken them to 18th in the league, level on points with MK Dons, who are in 16th. And Bristol Rovers also have three games in hand on MK Dons. Um so you've got this Bristol Rovers side with a new manager who have had a bounce, uh, performing really well against an MK Don side who have got no home league wins in the last five matches and one league win in uh, the last five home and away matches uh, combined. So it's not like MK Dons are on this really good run of form. Um, it just seems a weird price why Bristol Rovers are so big. MK Dons can go into the myth category. Russell yeah. Martin is also someone who has a philosophy, who play a certain attacking brand and they're possession-based and yada, 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 and they're 16th. So they can go in the category with Brighton and Arsenal um, <laughs> as teams that we're happy to go against, but they are kind of media darlings because there seem to be these... Uh, you know, philosophical managers. So yeah, yeah, happy to uh, happy to back you up there, Tom. All day. Um, in terms of League One, my friend, I don't know if I have anything else for you. It's it's pretty much short and sweet for me in League One. I don't know if you got anything to add. I have, I have one more okay. to add. Yeah. Um, Shrewsbury currently occupy twenty first. They go away to Wigan this weekend who occupied 23rd uh, Shrewsbury are 13 to 10 to get the win away from home which could look to be a really good price come what 5 30 5 o'clock on Saturday since Steve Cottrell's come in he's really started to turn Shrewsbury around um, they're unbeaten in the last five league games and most impressively for me in the last two they've gone away to Lincoln and won one nil and gone away to Hull and also won 1-0. So they've got two away victories against these high-flying sides, kept two clean sheets, and if you can do that, you can go away to Wigan and win. So totally agree. The only reason I didn't read this one out, Tom, because everything is screaming Shrewsbury, I just I just can't it's trust... It's not that too, e- too easy written all over it, right? And it's just I can't trust Wigan. Beat yeah. Sunderland, beat Accrington, 
lost 5-0 at home to Rochdale, drew away at Fleetwood. I just don't trust him. Fair enough. Fair enough. But anyway, um, yeah. League 2. Let's go into League 2, yeah. Uh, you can get started if you want. We are going to start with Oldham. Oldham are at home to our friends Harrogate Town. Uh, feel like we've kind of stuck the knife into Harrogate, haven't we, Tom? We were we yeah. were all for them at the start of the season, but they've been really poor recently, and we're going against them again for the second or third week in a row, I think. Um, Oldham have been decent. They're pretty much win one, lose one, win one, lose one. Uh, if that sequence continues, they'll lose this game, but I'm hoping that they won't because the last time out, uh, they got a really impressive win away at Newport, 4-2. Uh, they're looking pretty decent. Lots of goal-scoring goal capabilities. Um, you actually have to go back um, six match days before the last time they didn't score a goal. And yeah, as we've mentioned, Harrogate are in a big spot above her at the moment. If you look at their away form, they've won five out of ten. That is true. But that was at the start of the season when they had the kind of uh, newly promoted bounce, we'll call it, the momentum. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going for Oldham. They're priced at evens. Yeah, I could definitely see that one coming in. Really impressed with Oldham last weekend. Um, for me, uh, we're going to look at Crawley against Newport County. And this is a game, I don't dare pick the result, uh, but I think there's going to be goals in it. So seven consecutive Crawley games have had both teams to score, as have uh, five of the last six Newport games. So the price for both teams to score here is eight to eleven, um, and you've also got over two point five goals in six of the last eight games for Crawley as well. So you could also look at the over two point five market too, which is even. So I think you've got a couple of good prices here based on stats that show that goals kind of follow these two teams around at the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they <clears throat> yeah, they do. Uh, definitely entertaining encounters. This Tom, this is the part where I tell people to go down, buy a ticket, enjoy the game, enjoy the entertainment. Uh, but uh, that's COVID for you. Let's talk about a, another entertaining game, actually. That was a decent little segue. Uh, big game in League Two. We got Exeter and Forest Green. Um, so Exeter are in sixth, Forest Green in second. Exeter have scored an incredible 39 goals this season in 18 games. Forest Green have scored a still impressive, but in comparison, lower 25 goals. Uh, in 19 games. This is going to be a blockbuster. So, obviously, we're going to go down the goals market over 2.5 goals, 21 to 20. Both teams to score, 4 to 5. I think both teams will go for the throw early on, and you'll be able to possibly cash in on both of those. Mm. Yep, I think so. I think that's a, uh, a good pick. Um, One more for me. Uh, well, potentially one more. Depends if I'm... I don't know whether I'm in a forgiving mood or not. Um, we've backed Cheltenham all, all season <laughs> long, haven't we, to uh, to finish right up there in League Two. They're currently fourth. They have dropped off a little bit from where they were. They're one to two to win at home to Stevenage this weekend. Uh, Stevenage currently occupying 23rd in the league, just 
two wins from 17 games this season. So really struggling, as most people predicted they would. But Cheltenham, yeah, one to two. Off the back of a 3-0 loss against Barrow last weekend, which is a real coupon buster, busted our bomb-proof treble. Um, do we forgive them? That's the big question for this weekend because they're a short price against the Stevenage side who they should be. If they won this 2-0, you'd be looking, yeah, that was a banker. Why didn't I bet on it? But, you know, the Barrow game uh, is fresh in the mind. Yeah, listen, mate. This is this is the game where it turns around. It's not often that we tip a team that haven't won their last four games, but this is what we're doing. Stevenage yeah. haven't won any of their last 16 on the road. This is the game. It's got to be. This is it. Mike, Mike Duff is going to turn Cheltenham round. Well, not, you know, not turn them round. I mean, they're two points off an automatic promotion spot. But, you know, getting back on track is what I'm trying to say. I'm fully yeah. with you on the Cheltenham train. I'm in a forgiving mood. It's Christmas. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We go for Cheltenham then. Yes, um, any more for you? Oh. No, mate. Happy to move on and review last week's bomb-proof trebles and give the Profit Chasers some new ones. So, yeah, we'll quickly fly through the traditional treble, which was a bit of a roller coaster, to be honest with you. Uh, we had Peterborough in there initially. Their games have obviously been postponed. So uh, on Twitter, we snuck in Everton to be Arsenal, um, and they did so 2-1. We also had Salford away at Harrogate. They won 1-0. And as Tom alluded to, we had Cheltenham away at Barrow, and they stung us. They were the only team to lose on all six tips uh, this mm. weekend. They lost 3-0 inexplicably. Yeah, that was a Barrow side who have lost the previous six games in a row as well. So just typical that they had to uh, turn it around um, when we picked them for the treble. But mm-hmm. yeah, that, that was unfortunate. A real coupon buster there. And I think a lot of people probably got got stung by that one. Yes. Uh, but as for my winning treble that, that we picked, we had uh, both teams to score treble, which returned, what, 58 quid off a £10 example stake. Um, we had Newport against Oldham to be both teams to score. It finished 4-2 to Oldham. Walsall against Port Vale, both teams to score. That was 4-3 to Walsall. And Wimbledon against Crewe, that finished 2-1 to Wim- to Crewe. Sorry. So, uh, yeah, lots of goals in there. That did, despite lots of goals, rely on a, a 90th minute AFC Wimbledon goal. <laughs> but um, if you didn't know that, it looked very comfortable. <laughs> yeah, some, some cracking games. And, yeah, both teams to score... And some, I think. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, guys, what we're going to do then, if you're new to the show, uh, this is the part that where me and Tom put through uh, all of our research, knowledge, general gut feeling, etc., etc., into two trebles. We'll have a traditional treble for you, just three teams to win, and then we'll have a bit of a special treble, uh, you know, whether that's over 2.5 or corners or both teams score, as Tom said. So, yeah, um, please gamble responsibly. We back our own bets with £10 stakes, but we only want you to bet what you can afford to lose. So when the fun stops, please stop. That's right. Um, so I'll kick us off with this week's special treble. Um, and unsurprisingly, probably from listening to the stuff I've read out, it's going to be an over 2.5 goals mm-hmm. treble. 
um, and it pays pretty good as well uh, for what we're going to go for. So we're going to start off in the champ with Cardiff against Brentford over 2.5. It's 13 to 10. Then in League One, AFC Wimbledon against Oxford. Evens for over 2.5 there. And finally in League Two, Crawley against Newport over 2.5 is again evens. So a £10 example stake on that returns £92 and that will Ooh. certainly help recoup some of that Christmas present money. Absolutely it will. Oh, okay. I like it, Tom. I like it. That's good stuff. Yeah. All right. Um, the traditional treble. So first of all, this, I completely understand this is going to sound like it's going to return absolute pish. But I'm promising you now that it's going to return some good stuff. You just have to bear with me, okay? So, first of all, we're going to go for Portsmouth. Uh, they are in League One action, and they are at home to Swindon. They're priced at 8.15. We're then going to go for Lincoln City. They are also in League One action. They are at home to Burton Albion. They are priced at 8 to 11. And we're going to go for Norwich. We are not believing in the new manager bounce for Watford. Norwich away at Watford, priced at 9 to 5. That means that £10 on returns £74. Nice. So you've really bumped up with Norwich, haven't you? I have. You've got your two League One bankers, we we think. We um, think. And then the Norwich game, which I think is a really big price for Norwich. So, exactly. yeah, I really like that. Yeah, I mean, I can't go against Norwich at the moment. I don't care who they're playing in um, in the champ. I'd, I'd back them against anyone. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, that is the traditional treble. So, good luck, guys. Let us know if you get on. Uh, we would love to see some bet slips. Tom? Absolutely. Uh, fancy football, my friend. Yeah, let's have a quick bash through this. Uh, terrible week for me. I don't really want to talk about it too much. I've slipped to 127th in the league. Oh, my God. Have you really? Yeah. What's happened? It's been a disaster. Basically, I didn't have anyone from Liverpool, I think, is the... Ah, uh... uh, OK, yeah. Well, I'm 164th, so it's not like I'm doing much better. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, we'll quickly rattle through uh, the top 10. So, in reverse order... Uh, Warren Torch, I think that's a new name. Michael new Robinson, name. Connell Glyn Martin, John Courtney, Vincent Rayner, David Doherty, Andrew Johnson, Matlock Cooper, Andrew Jones, and still Paul Fraser at the top. He has got a 31 point lead at the moment. Mm. Up there, he got 94 points this week, did, uh, did our Paul. So, yeah, if you want to join, our league tom puts the league code in the podcast description wherever you listen uh, but if he hasn't done that and you'd like to join you'll join at your rightful spot uh, if you've already got a team with the official fpl um, if you want to get in touch with us uh, on social media to ask for example the league code or join us um, in our kind of soccer football betting discussion then feel free to do so t underscore FB podcast for Twitter, facebook.com slash football betting podcast for Facebook. And if you want to email us, football betting podcast at gmail.com uh, for any kind of more official inquiries. 
Yeah, and if you have enjoyed the show, guys, and perhaps made some money, we'd really appreciate it if you could, one, tell your friends about the podcast. That'll help spread the word. And two, leave a rating or review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yeah, that would be the best Christmas present, I think. It would. Yeah, it would. So, yeah, I think that kind of wraps up everything. So um, have a great Christmas, guys. Hopefully you win some money back on Boxing Day. But, yeah, stay safe. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Yes, and we will be back for a New Year's Day um, show very shortly. So keep your eyes peeled for that.